Hey, it's Tina, and this is day three of the Ignite Prosperity Challenge. First and foremost, I want to thank everyone, and you're going to hear cars going past because it's such a nice day. I'm sitting outside doing this recording, but um, I just want to thank everyone for participating. It's amazing how many people are participating. Um, funny enough, though, there's a lot of people that are actually listening to these podcast episodes that haven't joined the Facebook group yet. Join the Facebook group. Come over to a community and of a, a safe place, right? It is a public group. However, you must be let in. It is not something where you can... Um, so, you know, there, there are boundaries. There are rules. It's a safe place to express and really set your prosperity. Um, I'm just so excited. I am loving the results. I'm loving all of the, you know, text messages and emails and different things that I'm getting, um, as well as some of the topic requests. And so um, let me just say this real quick, and then we'll get into today's. Um, if you have a topic that you would like covered, just let me know, and that is, uh, you would send that email to topics at tinabrinkleypots.com. And so, um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is we've gone over, like, reacting to things that happen right where we've been I've been talking about if you're you know if you're going down that slope how to bring yourself back those kind of things but you know what let's be proactive today and talk about how we can set the day up the way that we want it um, one of my favorite favorite books of all time um, especially when it comes to prosperity is a book by Catherine Ponder. Uh, this book was written in 1971, and it is called Open Your Mind to Prosperity. Um, I've been a fan now of uh, Catherine Ponder for probably about uh, three or four years. I've pretty much read almost all of the books that she's done. She's done a whole series of books on prosperity. Um, I'm also a big fan of... Um, Edwin Gaines and her books on prosperity. Um, there's a couple of other ones, too. Um, there's a little teeny green book called The Abundance Book, which I love. It comes with the CD. That's another great one, um, as well as principles from the Bible, from, you know, uh, different other spiritual readings. But in, in the book that Catherine Ponder, she states really specifically that um, you know, if you're passive, right, if you just, if you allow everything else to just come. So when you're passive and you're not doing anything to exercise control over your thoughts, then you end up with all of these haphazard circumstances in your life. And if you just do a little bit of exercises and begin to control the direction, control the direction of your thoughts, Control the direction by journaling and writing what it is that you want. You know, most people are journaling 
um, the things that have happened to you without setting a clear intention of what it is that you want. And what happens is you're just like solidifying those actions so that they can repeat again instead of, you know, focusing on where you want things to go. And so um, that's what I wanted to talk about today, how to proactively set up your day. So there is an episode called Internalizing God. That is a practice that I try to do every single day. Um, I, you know, my day with my clients typically doesn't start until noon. Some days it starts a little earlier, but I'm normally doing noon. And um, because I like to wake up naturally, I don't like waking up by an alarm clock. I get up about, I still get up by 7 most days, 6 or 7, I'm, I'm awake. Um, then I begin that my practices so that when I'm starting to work with people, I'm setting myself up for success. Um, and I do that because when you've worked with people who have worked with a lot of different coaches and a lot of different consultants and they haven't had results and then you know you're you're catching them in their stuff in their own stuff and sometimes their stuff can be projected at you and if it wasn't for the fact that I have these great practices before I get started in the morning I mean you know I could really begin to react at some of the things that they throw my way but most of the time I don't um, I'm not perfect sometimes I do but most of the time I don't and so um, that is because I do that practice that I talked about in internalizing God um, I do that every day um, if I miss a day, it's more than less likely it's because my grandkids are with me and they got up before I did. <laughs> um, and But other than that, I, I typically try to do that every day. Um, and then from there, I use a process that I've learned from Abraham Hicks, which they call it segment intending. Um, I call it segmented focus. And the reason why I call it that is because I found that this process worked well in my business, and it worked well especially when I was juggling multiple things. Um, what I've learned is, is, like, let's say I'm sitting down at my desk and I'm going, okay, I want to create a webinar today. Everything else goes away, and the only thing I'm concentrating on is that webinar now. Um, if any other thoughts pop into my head, I always have a notebook sitting there that I can jot that thought down, but then come back to center. Now, in a world where we have all of these different things going on, right, in a world where we have text messaging, Instagram notifications, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is that you have going on, how can you stay focused if there are always things that are pulling you in different directions. So most people can't control exactly what it is that they're doing in their day. And so I have focused time, segments of focus. Um, I do not answer e – I am definitely not the first person that's going to answer email. Um, as a matter of fact, I tell a lot of people don't email me. If you're in one of my programs, you have a private group. You can put all of your responses in there. You know the times I'm going to be in those groups because I set up office hours. Um, 
but most of the time, I, you know, like, I just, you know, text message normally is off. I don't even, most of the time when I'm working, I'll put my phone in my purse so I don't see the notifications. I've turned off Facebook notifications. I don't get them. Um, when I'm managing my groups, I have a group app, and I turn everything else off. And the reason I do that is because I am uber productive. When I'm sitting down to do something, I can knock out so many things at once. And so even though I might be talking about it from, you know, different perspectives, like I was telling you, I'll talk about this from neuroscience, I'll talk about this from spirituality, I'll talk about it from every perspective I know, but productivity-wise, as well as spiritually, as well as just being open to, to, to know what's going on, if you take and you focus your thoughts directly for a small amount of time now number one you'll get so much more done number two you will um you will get inspired thoughts to know which way that you should go so let's let's say that you know this morning um the first thing you want to do you decide today i'm going to find two new clients and so um, I have another episode that's going to be uploaded today, too. Um, it is not part of this challenge, but you should listen to it. It's called um, Stop Waiting. And so let's say, you know, at this point in time, it's, it's 8 o'clock in the morning, and for the next hour, you want to really think about getting more clients in your business. Let's just say you're in business and you want to get more clients. And so then you start thinking, okay, I would really love clients, new clients. I would really love to serve someone that has, um, right now, might have the challenge of not making enough money in their business. I would really love to help them with setting themselves up as the expert. I would really love to help make them a rock star at you know, a rock star authority figure in their industry, whatever that industry would be. Now, you see, I, I went from very general, and then I went very specific. And then I start thinking, hmm, is there anything I can do right now that can attract that person? Is there something that I should be doing in this moment that I haven't done yet? What should I do? And typically something comes. Typically, um, because I'm clear, right? Now I'm clear. I don't have all of those things going on around me. I don't have all of those um, distractions. You know, I am definitely one of the people that have been accused of being offish, right? Um, some people that are in my programs now, they, they tell me they get it now. They it, in the beginning, you know, when they first met me, if they've met me in person, they kind of was like, man, she's kind of offish, right? Why, why, why is she kind of off? And then they realize that most of the time I'm focusing. So, like, if I'm focusing on this person, I'm completely into this person. Like, when I'm on my coaching calls, I put all distractions away. When I'm on Whatever it is I'm doing, I want to be completely focused in that. Now, there are times when people see my phone in my hand, and so they think it's like everybody else. You're just 
oh, you know, you're on Facebook or whatever. For me, that's not the case. If if I have my phone in my hand and I'm with you, um, it is because I'm putting notes in my phone um, because I have a note app, right, or whatever it is that most of the time my phone, I can run my entire business from my phone. So that's typically what I'm doing, but I am uber-focused into what I'm doing. Let's do another example. Let's say you now have decided that you wanted more clients and you did everything that came to your mind for that hour of getting new clients. And so now you're intending on um, spending time with your kids, right? Then put the phone away, do whatever, and then you just be completely centered and in with your kid. And what we find when you do this is that those relationships grow faster. Um, those relationships are deeper because when you just give a little bit of focused attention, most of the time you don't have to give as much attention. We've, you know, I used to think I was a great multitasker, right? I swore that I was like the best at it. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, I was able to do a lot of things, but when I stopped trying to multitask and when I started focusing on one thing at a time, life changed quickly. I think when I started doing this prosperity challenge, I told you guys this story about closing my home care business, laying on the couch for three weeks, being mad at the world, you know, all of that good stuff. And then when I finally decided to get up, I replaced that entire income stream within 28 days. And I'm talking about entire income stream. Um, that come from focus, right? And you know, a lot of times people are like, are, are you saying you don't have to do anything and it just happens? No, I'm not saying that. I do, I do a lot of work. I do a lot of practice. I love what I do, so it doesn't even feel like work. But what happens typically is one thing always points me to another, and by the time I get there, then here's a new client. Or by the time I get here, here's this. It always just tends to work out, and I can see those things more clearly from focusing. And so this is a great process for you because if you pick and choose what you want to focus on, right, and most people continue to focus on the problem, and I want you to be able to focus on the solution. Because if you focus on the problem, it keeps you in that period of negativity. It keeps you in that process of knowing the problem and then having more problems come your way, you just want to be able to focus in the other direction. So think about it. So let's just say the problem is I don't have enough money. Oh, and most typically what most people do is they go, oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to make my car payment. Oh, man, I got to do... I got this payment I got to make in three days. Oh, man, blank, blank, blank. Instead of doing that, if you switch it and go, okay, what's the easiest way to bring more money into my life? Hmm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to brainstorm the easiest ways to bring more money in my life. And then when you come down and let's say you end up with ten ways, and then now you go to one of those ways and focus in on that. What is the first thing that I can do to get this started?
What's the next thing I can do? And if you keep doing in that process, you're going to find more money that way. But typically, most people are doing it the other way. And that's why it's typically not what they want. Um, most people are operating in feast or famine. And so when you get to that dire strait, you focus in on, okay, where am I going to go get money? And then you go get it, right? But then somehow you just lose that, and it was like you had to be so stressed out to get there. It doesn't have to be a stressful situation. You can just do it in peace, but change your focus. Change your focus to those things that will really help you in a better way. It just works. So, again, I, you know, I've hit it from all different ways. I've hit it from productivity. I've hit it from spirituality. I've hit it from um, just every kind of way. So um, what I want you to do is I want you to think what's the next right thing you can do to get more money. And I want you to go post that in the group. Um, and then tell us after you did that thing, right? And so that's the first part of your homework today and the other part of your homework today is I want you to listen to the episode that is loaded the same day as this one and it's called stop waiting and it talks about how most people typically are waiting to do something in their life like I'm going to wait and find the love of my life after I lose weight you know something like that and how typically if that is your philosophy it will never happen and um I think that's it for today. So, again, if you have any topics you want covered, please send an email to topics at tinabrinkleypots.com. If you, um, you know, leave a review, share this episode with someone who needs to hear it. Um, I know we all know somebody, right, who needs more money in their life. Um, share this episode with them. Because just by doing this challenge, you would be surprised what will come out and what you will be able to do. Um, I'm challenging um, my clients to make more money this month than they've ever made in their life without being, you know, without feeling like used car salesmen, right? Because a lot of times that's what prevents everybody from making a lot of money. They feel like a used car salesman. So I'm inspiring them, and I'm giving them every tool that I possibly can so they can make as much money in this next month than they've ever done in their business. That's a big claim, right? And so if that's my claim, um, I'm sticking to it. <laughs> um, so that's my claim, and th these are the tools. So if I'm, these are the same things I'm giving to my clients, and I want to give them to you. So I look forward to seeing you in day four. And day four, we start going into speaking life, right? We talked about how to sweep out the negativity and how to... Um, how to course correct, but now it's time to talk about, you know, speaking into existence what it is that you want. So I can't wait to see you on day four. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. So.